Hello, everybody, and welcome to a brand new episode of Jace Bellerin Must Die. Uh, I am honestly legitimately, like, frightened for all of you. And I know that, like, it's my fault you're in this situation, but yeah, I'm still, like, I took a look at this map and I was like, okay, this is going to be fun. There's well, a really easy solution for that, Adam. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm waiting. Yes. Remove the danger. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Listen, Listen, if you were the only four people in all of Ravnica, you'd still be in just as much danger. It's yeah. not really. I mean, you don't you don't yes. blame gravity because you jumped off a building, That's right? A, mm-hmm. like, you, you, don't do, do you do blame the parent for watching their kid play in traffic. Well, <laughs> guys, yeah, I mean, we can blame God, so I guess we could. Yeah. No, <laughs> we have to blame the one who's truly at fault, Torgor, for agreeing to be into Torgor. all of this. All I of this is his own. And I was so relieved when you didn't say it. <laughs> no, 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 no. no. <laughs> I'm just so used to bullying at this point that I was like, oh, no. Katie, I'll say this. This episode, it's not your fault. This one. (laughs) It's the name of this episode. Jace Miller Must Die, episode 24. The one where it's not Katie's fault. Thanks, everyone. The singular one. I'd like to thank my family and my friends. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, um, enjoy get it. Out of here, Aren't so. neither your fam- family nor uh, your friends talking to you right now? Yeah. Uh, um, yeah. Those thanks fall on deaf ears, unfortunately. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so how's right, everybody well, doing? Uh, Carlos, are you, uh, you all ready for Roll20Con? Oh, God. Is anyone really all ready for Roll20Con? Uh, <laughs> God knows I I'm am. not. Yeah, I just sent you stuff at like midnight last mm-hmm, night, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I, there's a really cool intro video that I animated that's that I sent you that everyone will have. Uh, a lot of cool stuff going on. We're playing a lot of different games. Um, it should be really cool, but it's going to be really hectic. Like I've planned to take basically the next week off just yeah. because it's been a month and a half of just preparation. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's all it's all coming together. There's gonna be those like few moments at the beginning of the con where we're like, okay, here we go. Let's yeah. let's let's see how it goes. Uh, and then at the end, you'll be able to just collapse into an exhausted pile. Yeah, it's like apparently it's like the curse of this company, right? Like no. everyone who's like done it has like hates it, and it <laughs> always goes to like a new person every year. Yeah. So yeah, we have to move. We have me. to move it around. I mean, turns out organizing like two straight days of stuff. Plus, yeah. like the T-shirt and the role, the marketplace stuff. It's a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah, we're organizing an adventure leagues game at the same time, and it just doesn't end. But it's really cool. The T-shirt's really cool. Uh, that benefits take this. I love that. Yeah, yeah. The designer's really solid. It's very cool. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. It should be fun. Are you? So you were TwitchCon. You were, you were at TwitchCon. I was at TwitchCon. Yes, I'm exhausted as a result. It's good. TwitchCon's. It's interesting. It's a it's a very like they're still kind of figuring out who their core audience is. So some of it is really interesting. Some of it is like, oh, I can like meet with other partners and I can like network and go to panels or beyond panels and stuff. And then others are like having energy drinks thrust at you for four straight hours. Like the the <laughs> exhibition hall is aimed at one very specific audience. And then the rest of it feels like it's aimed at somebody else. Uh, it was pretty good. Yeah, I got yeah. to I got to play some uh, play some games. We did a little Blue Jay and I did a little D and D Essentials kit, kind of one shot thing where she died in the first encounter. So that was fun. <laughs> was good. We spent an hour and a half just like dicking around and looking at the rules and making a character. And then there was 
She got in one little fight and well, she died. got scared. Yeah, <laughs> it was like the alternate script for for Fresh Prince where he just <laughs> dies before the show starts, I guess. I got in one little fight. <laughs> yeah, hard like smash cut to a graveyard. <laughs> Uh, it's actually all an alternate reality that's taking place in his mind from a coma. I hate this. So like like his family in Bel Air just they're not real and he's just just a hallucination. Yeah. I feel like I got a boardroom pitch for like a gritty reboot. (laughs) It's all about doctors that like take care of DC Comics reboot. Uh I'm sorry, I didn't tell you my name was Mark Miller. Um, (laughs) Actually, Masood is a shorthand for that. Right. Good. (laughs) Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. I feel like what was it? There's like there's like a there's a Canadian TV show that's that's the plot is basically that the Odyssey. That's what it's called. It's about a kid and he like uh, falls out of his treehouse and hits his head and goes into a coma. And the show is like the alternate universe that his brain made up. And then sometimes the, the like hospital and like his family and like the real world, but all the characters are the same. So like the King and queen of his like weird made up fantasy world are his mom and dad. And then like the evil villain is like the bully and you see them in the real world. And then they get and the the actors play both characters. It was actually kind of good for like a weird mid eighties Canadian, like, like wizard of Oz. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah, except with less, more head trauma than Wizard of Oz. Yeah. yeah. I think there's also a, like a Sandman comic kind of like mm. where mm-hmm. that plays out in a similar capacity. Yeah. But I think the baby is magical as opposed to <laughs> coma. I was uh, I was having a conversation with Cicero Holmes on Rivals and uh, we were just talking about growing up. We didn't know that uh, like there was television and movies in other countries. Mm. We thought there was like one like Mexico only has one station, guys. It's Telemundo, obviously. Like there are no other <laughs> programs or movies like in Mexico. Just like how stupid Americans are, you know? Like we were just talking about like I had no idea. Like there was culture in other places. Like that's just so stupid. <laughs> I just love the way that you said Cicero's full name. Well, I was I was speaking with relevant. Cicero Holmes. Yeah, I didn't want to say my friend. You guys know who Cicero is, but like <laughs> watching us might not. I don't know who Cicero is. is. It was just know. funny the way you said it. It's like that inflection is like, uh, Cicero Holmes. My esteemed colleague. I say first and last names all the time. Yeah, he you know. and Mark Zuckerberg had this great. Yeah. <laughs> We're stage performers. We say full names when we talk to people. <laughs> oh, you know my friend Tom. Sorry, didn't go to college or whatever. Jesus. That's how I address my, you know, my family members. You know, it's not mom and dad. It's hello, Gail and Ken Coble. How are you today? <laughs> Ooh, I know so many people like growing up that would call their parents by their first names, and I was like, Ooh, no, That's weird. my dad would have beat me bow legged. <laughs> It seems like a mild overreaction. (laughs) I've never heard that. I feel like he was waiting for you to mess up. Like, I feel like he was waiting in the wings. I did. I did tell. I did call my dad Eric when I was a a small child. And his name's Kyle. (laughs) I don't think I've ever met a black guy named Kyle. I don't think I've ever met an adult named Kyle. On Twitter, if you're (laughs) Kyle's 13. Exactly. All all Kyles are, are like. 
Yeah, 13 or younger. There's no adult Kyle. I'm sorry. That's just. They all wear like lizard t shirts. (laughs) (laughs) Really well t shirts? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. And they die as is, as will be. Yeah. (laughs) I'm trying to think if I know any Kyle. Button down short sleeve shirts with the flames on the the Mm. sleeves. You're not wrong. The I only Kyle, Kyle I can think of is Kyle Katarn, and he's a Star Wars character. So Kyle Massey, you're so right, chat. Who? <laughs> Kyle Who Massey that? from fucking um that's You so, don't even know. It's not a person. Uh, and um, oh. I'm trying to think of the name of his spin-off, the White House one. Oh, uh Cory in the House. Yeah. Cory in, in the House is a that's so Raven he? spin-off? Yes, yeah, it is. I had so no idea. Wow. The dad becomes a chef for is it who is the president? Is it Barack Obama at the time, or no. is it no? This it was pre Obama. Okay. Um, it's a shame. I think. Now I don't know. <laughs> that show was wild. <laughs> <laughs> I just love that statement. That show was no. wild. <laughs> it's it was Corey House was good. It was it was airing when I was like ending my childhood. I think maybe that's why I, you thought it was good, Katie. Well, someone, I, I, someone out there somewhere has definitely done like a D&D parody of that show called That's So Ravenloft, right? Like that's <laughs> that's happened. It, it has to. I would be. love that since there's like prophecies and like seeing into the future and stuff. Right? That would be awesome. Yeah. Inevitably, every one of those shows, even if it just starts as like a, a kind of like normal show about tweens, they, they do an episode of like there's time travel and there's a talking robot and it's yeah. like oh my gosh yes and if it was set in Darkon then they can be going to the Mage Academy that's there <laughs> I think it's time for a one shot down real <laughs> God does not want me to make this show <laughs> he cursed my pin fair. God. that's fair shouldn't do that shouldn't shake my fist at God how massive was dancing with the stars Wow. Anyway. I learned so much. I learned so, so much when we go on our little Wikipedia dives <laughs> in the morning before we play. I, I do know some adult Kyles. I just choose to not acknowledge them. That's <laughs> imagine them generally terrible. Did you all yes. ever do Wikipedia races with your friends? What is no, that? this sounds like a thing that a nerd would do. Tell me more. So you would wow. sit in the computer lab, and you'd have uh, you and your buddy would be at the same computer and you'd random, 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 random. And then you'd both both have to try to get to one page only through hyperlinks. And <laughs> yep. so you'd click and click and click and click and click and then like try to make your way around. Uh, oh, Masood. Oh, yeah, no. Look at Peter Mason. There are things. Friend. Yeah. I like how my buddy. Friend. Yeah, my buddy. Buddy. Buddy optional. My friend Cicero Holmes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. For me, it was um, how quickly you would like decide on a page. It was like how quickly you could get back to Jesus. And like whoever got there is what. That's so. Right. I'm. I can tell that I'm like in that middle place between the two older and two younger uh, uh, cast members. <laughs> Who are the uh, older ones? Katie younger? and Adam, obviously. Um, yeah. Because I had a computer lab in high school, but we didn't have access to internet. So mm-hmm. it's like mm-hmm. I'm in that weird like dead zone of like, oh yeah, the computer lab. Oh no, internet. Okay, well. <laughs> I would love to... 
So at the time, at the time it was mortifying for me, but I would love to be able to dig this clip up. So my first year of, uh, of seventh grade, uh, in, in middle school, uh, the AV club did a, they did a little video. Oh, no. Here we go. They did a little video. I wasn't in it. I wasn't like in the club cause you know, yeah, you're okay. in grade seven, but they did a video at the beginning of the year where they interviewed a bunch of like new seventh grade, like new students, uh, and asked them like how their first like days were going and what they thought was cool. And the, the clip of me in that video, I'm literally that internet kid, like typing on the computer. Like I, I remember saying to the, uh, to the interviewer, they're like, so you know, how do you feel about the, the, you know, middle name of middle school? And I was like, Oh, the BBS is pretty cool. <laughs> and that was that I we didn't have the internet, but we had an in-school bulletin board system, which I was very excited to use my 14, four oh modem to dial in. Yes. Yeah. Oh my, my computer studies teacher was very cool. <laughs> <laughs> I I can remember one of the most mortifying times of my life, and I will share it right now. Uh, I was my, uh, it was like, God, day five or six. No, no, no. It was the last day of improv level one at Second City. And okay. they let us do a scene with other people. And I will also preface this that my future wife is in that class. Like I met her in that class, right? <laughs> And I went out and it was a uh, freeze. So like freeze is pe two people are doing a scene and then you say freeze and you tag one out and you take the place and you start a new scene. Same body, same, yeah. Yeah. I don't remember exactly what I said, but it was so bad and I was so embarrassed, guys. Like I'm getting red <laughs> just thinking about it. I'm ready. I didn't know what to do. So I powered down like a robot. <laughs> 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 that is the most crazy, horrible thing I, in the entire world. As you can feel the cringe. Oh, uh, I just like I feel your brain doing what you like. I deep shame, just stopping and like. Uh, I wish I was your teacher in that moment. I would have. Oh. It's like the equivalent oh of an animal being so scared it just fakes being dead. <laughs> like, yeah. I'm not here. I'm dead. I'm out. It's <laughs> over. Fakes being fakes being a dead robot. A dead robot. <laughs> yeah. I tried not to laugh like super hard, but I oh, can't. I I'm just imagining it, and it is. It's so bad. It I it's, it's it hurts. I've never, and I will say that. In my time in improv, I've never seen anyone do a worse scene than that scene. Um, well, of course you would think that. Yeah, that's good. Because yeah. now you've if done it your makes you feel better, yeah. you know it was funny. And it that's kind of the funny. whole point. It's it super funny. Silent. We love it. <laughs> no, it's like that, an improv scene gone, ba gone badly is like the most unique. <laughs> it's like this, yeah, really the, the, like a emotionally scarring and it's, yeah. it's like it, it feels to me like a like a there's a like a wave of negative energy that starts with like the reason that it's bad and just washes over everyone in the room and all of a sudden everyone is just like i wish i wasn't here like i wish i was somewhere else 
and this wasn't happening. Crying. It's not happening to me, but I just I don't want to be here or anywhere but near then this. Also the feeling that it could happen to me. Right. Yeah. Like, there is that feeling too. Like it's, it, oh yeah, it's. Oh, I have to god. do everything in my power to ensure I am not this good. Yeah, right. Oh god! Like watching someone put their hand in a blender, you're like, I have hands. I own a blender. This is bad. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just watching it and like no one can help you because you're just yeah. there. And it's like, I feel oh like God. I feel like there's no there's no better segue into the into the game than that. Like I, speaking of it, inescapable it scenes of horror, um, I was just about to say someone should have tagged you out and started something new. So perfect oh, yeah. tag. That's a supportive cast member you want. Yeah. yeah, that's what I needed. I did not get that. No, no. Well, thankfully, uh, everybody, you're you're all you're all kind of in it together now. Uh, when we when we last, someone's going to tag Torgor out. Yeah, there's no one to tag Torgor out with with his two his two hit points. A giant uh, an Orsoft, a giant robot will tag me out, guys, with his sword. It's gonna be great. Torgor pretends to power down. The <laughs> <laughs> he was a robot the entire time. Yeah. The entire time. So me, it's Torgor bot. I'm crying. Gorbor is actually short for Gorbot, guys. It's a whole <laughs> no, I, feel no. like, I feel like in this situation, what would really happen would be that Torgor Torgor would like get get killed or captured by the Orzov, and in a fit of loneliness. Winnegar would make a robot version of Torgor to be his best friend, right? Like this is where it turns into the 80s sitcom yeah. of like um, me and my buddy Torgor forever. And Torgor's just like a robot, like <laughs> me just like pushing ice cream into its face. <laughs> Let's go to the circus, Winnegar. <laughs> Winnegar, yep. you are the best friend I've ever had. <laughs> yeah, it's like Denver the Last Dinosaur, but with Torgor. <laughs> <laughs> oh god oh man that is yeah. the worst thing to happen to him yeah yeah so i mean you'll, we'll see you may you may yet survive friend torgor Ugh. we have Thank you for uh, brightening my day <laughs> we have a torgor with two hit points uh a gorbor with 16 uh road after a brief scuffle with scoops uh it's down to six down to six <laughs> hit points that old knife throwing scoops. And uh, yeah, and when we last left, there was a burning manticore body, a manticorpse, if you will. Uh, there were uh, thralls, winged thralls f- floating around above the uh, above the arena. Total chaos within. And I think probably the, the establishing shot of this episode would be initially like a fairly peaceful shot, uh, like a wide shot from far away of like just Ravnica and the sound of rain and kind of the background noise of the city. And then the sound of the free-for-all horn in the distance. And then we would cut to the chaos. Uh, so there are uh, there are members of the Rectos, uh, the cult of Rectos, in the stands just randomly murdering people uh, or each other. Uh, total chaos in the stands. Down below, the, the dead snake and, uh, and the manticore body. And we pan up across the, the burning corpse. We see Winnegar and Torgor and uh, Gorbor all shoulder to shoulder, backing away towards the iron portcullis. And on the other side, having squeezed or teleported through, we see Tack and Rode. And then finally, at the very back, as we kind of pull the, the pan up, we see the, the light, the illumination of the like lighthouse panel on the front of the Orzhov giant's helmet. And the spotlight 
falls on all of you, right? It's aimed at Torgor, but we get this harsh white light, uh, sudden long shadows uh, played away from the giant. And uh, the giant points his axe in Torgor's direction. uh, And we hear echoing from under the helmet, Torgor, dead or alive, you're coming with me. And he takes a step forward. And Torgor, it is your turn. What are you going to do? <laughs> I know you've had some time to think about this, but I've had some time to think about this. <laughs> what do you want to do? Uh, I think I think Torgor shouts. No, no, I have time left. All right, all right. This is too early. It's fine. It just, I just give me an address. I'll meet you there tomorrow. All right, just not. <laughs> and he like turns around and he like looks. And he's like, because he realizes he doesn't have doesn't have his hammer. He, yeah. he, he's kind of running low. Everyone's still around. Like, what is better, fighting a full health giant or a circus of uh, chaos that he kind of knows in some capacity? Right. Yeah. Uh, and so. Well, and as you as you turn back around to look into the into the arena, right, we see the <laughs> the dead old lady after they yeah. got shoved off of the uh, off the stands, and we we look at him. We can see you can see Scoops walking uh, walking towards you, and he's not looking at you; he's still looking at Road. Yeah. Uh, and as as we pan up in that direction, you can see Kerfuffle sitting up on the on the little like yes. ringmaster throne, just yeah. like rubbing his hands with glee and and laughing to himself. He's the only one. Not participating in the chaos. He's just watching. Okay, perfect. Yeah. Does he notice the thrills in the sky? Uh, yeah. Yeah, he doesn't seem surprised or bothered by their presence. Perfect. Perfect. I turn back Achy. and I shout <laughs> at Kerfuffle. I uh, be like, look at the show we have made. Look at this decadence, this debauchery we have created. It got so rich that they're trying to shut us down. They're trying to shut me down, Kerfuffle. Your biggest moneymaker. And uh, yeah, Kerfuffle leans leans back. And since it's the beginning of the fight, all the fighting's happening in the background as so you have some time to like dialogue. Mm-hmm. And and for some reason, despite being like sixty feet away, I just have like a normal conversation. I shout yeah. it with my with my bullhorn that I've got. Yeah, underneath. and yeah, and he has his like ringmaster magic, so everybody can can hear him. Sure. Um, but this time when he speaks, uh, Torgor, you are the only one uh, that can hear him. It's as if he's whispering into your into your ear directly. Uh, and he uh, and he says, "Oh, Torgor, you ignorant cow! <laughs> it's not about that at all." You're too ambitious, my boy. I can't have contenders for my throne. And he uh, and he just kind of like steeples his fingers and he's like, I heard about your debt. I reached out to a few friends in the syndicate. Time to kill two birds with one stone. And uh, the uh, and he, he he snaps and like points at you and some of the thralls like turn and kind of start wheeling in your direction. Uh, so it is your turn. Uh, their their exits are, uh, I guess, up and over the back wall, uh, or through the through the gate uh, and into the uh, into the back hallway. Uh, and then I guess I guess p- potentially 
there's some kind of like tunnel underneath the the uh, arena as well uh, where the snake came from. No, right? Because this is Torgor's house and yeah. home. I know exactly the layout that would lead into and up out and how they would draw at least like yeah. get them there. Yeah. Because I've done it before. Yeah. So, but you know that there are tunnels underneath there. Absolutely. And they're not really, I would say like deep because they have to like move pretty quickly from place to place. And so they're more like a ramp that leads to a shallow sort of position underneath the Coliseum. Mm-hmm. So like they're just going to dig out into an area where all the other beasts are kept like an actual. Yeah. Like, ch- chances are like it's a menagerie down there. Right. So yeah. you'll you'll drop down into a holding cell. And then from there, there would be a bunch of tunnels and the tunnels would have uh, other cells with like lions and right. tigers. And, and not all and of them have you. are connected because but some of them the gate in doesn't lead out because they have to like yeah herd them one way. Yeah. So it, it would also be tricky underneath, but an option. Um, in the meantime, Torgo walks forward and uh, just looking at this area, tries and um, cuts as close as he can to, uh, I'm going to put my, it's 45 uh, for, let me see how much distance it is for me. Dun, dun, I know, sorry. Dun, dun, no, 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 you're good. Oh, you're you're perfect. Uh, okay. Um, Torgor, well, actually, I could dash 60 feet and basically make it to the exit out here. Yeah, now remember, that exit is uh, is up, right? Like, this oh, right. is a solid wall. You'd have to Got run you. and, like, scale it. It's a 10-foot wall all the way around. Except yeah. for under here with a green. Laser. Oh, um, Torgor is going to do what Torgor does best. Actually, he's going to get into a three-point stance and just uh, dash. Okay. Uh, and he's going to dash as hard as he can to the gate. Um, actually, it, not so much that way. Yeah, towards the fire breather. Um, <sighs> directly at him and mm-hmm. do goring rush. <laughs> yeah, so you're just going to uh, run up to this guy. And- I'm going to I'm going to run up to him and hit him with my horns and try to like knock him prone as mm-hmm. fast as I can. Cuz now also as much as it pains him to hear that kerfuffle uh sold him out. Torgor is invigorated by this. It means, <laughs> it means he's feared yeah. <laughs> and respected enough yep. mm-hmm. to be viewed as an honest threat. And like for someone who hasn't had purpose and lived in debauchery for it, he's like, Oh, my purpose is greater debauchery. Yeah. And it's so, a little, it's yeah. a little bit underhanded. It's a little bit underhanded of Kerfuffle to call in another guild into what would normally be considered, um, you know, internal rectos business. But right. It, yeah, I mean, he is, he's obviously threatened by you, so mm-hmm. that's nice. That's a nice, too. nice thing to hear. So, and also, like... Have yeah. you shot anything to us? Do we have any inkling? Because we, we don't know about your betrayal or where we're going, so have right, you ever right. said it? I think, well, I think this is what happened. Torgor just, like, you just see him suddenly, like, kind of crouch over and, like, relax his arms, crouch down, put his hand on, on the ground, and be like, this way, and then just books it. And like is full off sprinting as hard as he can towards that guy. Okay. Um, and I make a, let's see. 
make a melee attack with my horns. Okay. Nice. Yeah, 20. Yeah. yeah, you hit him. And then do six piercing damage. All right. And then and, he has to make a save, right? Uh, against, yes, hammering horns. Uh, he has to do a strength saving throw against a DC equal to eight plus my proficiency bonus and your strength modifier. Uh, so... 11 plus 5 is 16. Okay. Plus. Well, he, he got a 12. So okay. you... And what is it? You can either knock him back or down? It's No, just shove him away 10 feet. So I want to okay. shove him 10 feet into the wall. Yeah. And like, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So you, you run forward, slam into this fire eater. And uh, yeah, he gets thrown back uh, against... Well, this was... I, I think this was the guy that was menacing uh, Winnegar earlier that had the, the chain. So yeah, you, mm-hmm. you slam into him. He goes flying back 10 feet, hits the wall. Uh, and uh, yeah, and is is definitely out of your way. Cool. Uh, and then... With the rest of my dash... Well, actually, can I carry him? Carry him to there? Because like exactly to where he is, a part of the dash action. Can I like... Is that possible yeah let me see so yeah. immediately after you hit a creature with a melee attack as part of the attack action you can use a bonus attack to shove him yeah. um yeah if you have five more feet you can you can carry on and finish your yeah. attack action you can hit him with a rapier or whatever too oh well i th- uh, think i've i'm out of if i dash that's my action and then i don't think i have any more attacks left. so you you move which yeah. you, you can do for free then yeah. you you can do your your yeah, what what kind of action is your um, goring rush? Here we go. Immediately, goring after, rush. You, uh, after you use the dash action and move twenty feet, right. you can make a melee attack. Okay, cool. So you still have a full move, like left. Okay, yeah, Perfect. you can still uh, move. And then, uh, well, then I'll just end this fire breather. Um, okay, I'll make an attack with my rapier on him. Let's see. Uh, you got an eleven. Uh, that is not enough to hit him, unfortunately. Cool. So he, the first, he, you maybe like take him by surprise in the first hit and throw him back yeah. against the wall and he staggers. But when you, when you turn around and lunge at him with the rapier, I think he yeah. wraps the chain around your wrist and pulls the rapier aside. Uh, and, and then you hit the, you hit the wall. So it doesn't get you. Cool. Uh, so the two of you are now locked in, in combat. Awesome. Uh, uh, that's and true. then I shout at Kerfuffle and be like, you're next. <laughs> and so he, he just laughs and leans back and claps. He's just yeah. like, oh, we'll see about that, dear. Uh, and, uh, and then the fire eater attacks you with the chain. So here we go. First swing of the chain. I got an 11. So you duck out of the way and it whips over your head. Uh, and then he swings the other side around and whips it at you and gets a 16. That ties. Okay. So it hits your armor class. Uh All right. So the chain, he lashes out with a blade. So it's like a, it's a big chain with like a, a basically a sword on the end, a big like curved blade. And so he swings mm-hmm. the blade at you. I think you duck. And then the back end of it, uh, he whips out and it wraps around like one hand in your, in your neck. And he like yanks you towards him uh, and hits you for, uh, let's see, seven damage. And well, and Torgord is unconscious. All right. Down, down goes Torgord. What a surprise that was. So uh, when when this guy yanks you in, we can see he he uh, he has the the blade and he's about to to like stab you with it. And uh, Kerfuffle uh, Kerfuffle shouts, uh, "Now, now, boys, keep him alive. Remember the deal." 
Uh, and so instead of stabbing you in the neck with a knife, he hits you uh, in the head with uh, with his uh, like his elbow instead. So you're at zero. You're not bleeding out. He does non-lethal damage and knocks you out. Okay. So uh, the other fire eaters, let's see if they have more targets. Uh, yes, this one is going to run over here. And uh, these two people are burned to death by fire. Uh, and then are there any other fire eaters? I think maybe just those two. Okay, cool. Uh, Winnegar, it's your turn. Oh my God. So <laughs> this is a shit show. Uh, who is, <laughs> who is by, so if I want to get up to Torgor, I have to pass these two thralls. And so they're, they're fire. up in the air. They haven't had a turn yet. So they're, they're like basically coming, coming down to the ground. Um, let's see, 30 feet. So yeah, you might be able to get to Torgor. Uh, you'll get to Torgor and then they'll be, they'll be like, they'll land. Right. So they're, they're flying down from above right now. Okay. Um, I want to, they won't get an attack of opportunity. If I no, you can run past them right now. They're safe. They're up above. Cool. Yeah, uh, I want to. Uh, do, 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 do. Damn. How does the sleep spell work in this situation? So when you when you cast it, uh, it starts with the people with the lowest hit points, and then works its way up, and you spend hit points to knock people unconscious. Torgor is already unconscious. Yes, that's right. Torgor will be unaffected by the sleep spell. Uh, cool. So, yeah, what is yeah. it? It's like a twenty foot. Yeah, it's 20 feet. Yeah. Okay. So if I kind of get in the middle and cast it. Um, is it a 20 foot well, a twenty foot radius or a 20 foot? On, let's see. Like, is it? Uh, it's 20 feet of a. Uh, of a point you choose within range. So it's anything within 20 feet of. So you pick you pick a, a point and then it's 20 feet out from there. Oh, wow. Okay. So I would probably only be able to hit like one thrall in the fire eater, maybe. Um. Well, let's see. Like twenty feet out's pretty. It's pretty. pretty oh, it's big. a circle. It's not yeah. a circle. It's just, like imagine it's if cool. you if you targeted Torgor with it, it's it'd be like this. Let's see if you can see that aura. Yeah, there we go. Ooh. Right. Oh, okay. So you get this guy, this guy. But remember, it starts with you have to roll really well, and it'll start with the person who is already the closest to being dead, and it'll knock them out, and then it'll it'll Work climb up out. from there. Yeah, I want to do that. <laughs> can you can you move it to try? I did a decent amount on scoops. Is there a way to get it where you can get scoops in the fire eater? <laughs> yeah, let me here. Let me make a. I'll make a little movable like sleep spell that we can kind of float around and see what it looks like. Yeah, let's see the sleep. I'll you do don't it. have a... Well, you also do have a personal vendetta against Scoops. Scoops betrayed us. Please. Yeah. Not I, I don't know that, though. Do I? You saw him throw knives at me. I'm your well, friend. He did say yeah, that true. he was specifically going to screw over Torgor and get his job. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, and your best. But that, but that might be not enough for you. You know, you, you're your own person. He's got interesting engineering. I'm just saying, keep him open. That's all. Yeah. So I think guild, that's all about telling the truth. Yeah, this sure, is a 20. Uh, got betrayed a lot. Today. This is a 20 foot. So the little ZZ is the point. Sorry, ZZ for our American listeners. This is <laughs> this is the point of uh, of of origin for the spell, and then 
Uh, let me let me set it so you can see the see the aura around it. Hmm. So there you go. So there's there's the sleepy oh, the sleepiness like aura. So you can anywhere you place this, anyone that's within that that blue zone. So you can get one, two, three, three thralls, the fire breather, and scoops in the spell. You don't want to target yourself. You can put it there. Or you can move it over here and you can get this guy up there and that guy there. But it's not going to necessarily affect everybody. Depends on how well you roll. Yeah. Yeah. Scoops, uh, yeah. Yeah. scoops is pretty beat up, too. Yeah. Move it over one. Yeah. There we go. Cool. Yeah, there we go. Okay. Yeah. I'll try that. Okay. <laughs> scoops. <laughs> what a jerk. Scoops McKenzie, guys. Yeah. That's <laughs> Uh, okay, cool. So what, uh, it's the number of dice is dependent on what level you cast it at, right? Yeah. So I'm going to cast it at, let's see, what do I have? So it's five, Uh, yeah, five D eight. And then if you cast it with a second level, uh, it's seven D eight. Um, and if you cast it as a third level, it would be ninety. Yeah. I'll cast it at, uh, level one. So roll, roll 5d8. There we go. And cast your spell. You got 19. Okay. So starting with the lowest, uh, that affects Scoops. So Scoops just immediately takes a nap. Hell yeah. Down he goes. So he is, yeah, he's, he's stalking towards road. There's knives in his hands and he kind of gets a little wobbly. He's like, and just like falls over and drops his knives, and now he's lying in the lying in the dirt over here. Uh, so that leaves you with eleven hit points of creatures, and I don't think that the next highest thing has, yeah, because the next highest is uh, is this guy, and he has more than eleven. Okay, so you uh, you cast your spell, and uh, down down goes scoops, down goes scoops. Yep, and so he's he's laying on his face, uh, unconscious. Can I run over to uh, Torgor? Yeah. 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 Totally. Yeah. Because you're, That's you're well within range. Yeah. Right there by the old woman. <laughs> you want to be over here? Okay. So you, yeah. you run over. And there's this like old woman lying on the ground. And you see Torgor. And Torgor is Ew. like got a chain wrapped around his neck. And the, the old woman like reaches up weakly to you like help and like touches your Ew. Yeah. So she's still kind of alive, uh, and she's just like pawing at your shoe, trying to get you to help her. (laughs) I don't have time for you right now. Please just (laughs) go go peaceful. People talk about just put a peacefully. Just put a pillow on her face. (laughs) Why did you bring this pillow? Why did you make me do this? Stop making villains, guys. Can You're we, making so many villains for us. Can we spend the next, Can everybody whose turn it would be just forfeit our turn so that we have to watch Winnegar Mercy kill this old lady? <laughs> <laughs> you go gently into that good night. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like it. So, yeah, she's still kind of alive. Um, so, uh, do you, uh, do you want to, I guess you're, you're, uh, you're unconscious now, Torgor. So I'm just thinking, who wants to play Gorbor this time? TK, do you want to keep playing uh, as uh, as Gorbor? Do we want to pass? Do you want to pass him around? Uh, I'll keep playing. Yeah, you want to keep him on a show? All right. Well, <laughs> so Gor- Gorbor has I just mean. seen Gorbor has just seen his beloved brother struck down by uh, an Orzhov fire breather. Uh, what? Didn't- 
never liked him that much. <laughs> what is Gorbor going to do? Um, okay, so this giant is on the other side of this closed barricade. Uh, that is correct. There's, yeah, there's this barricade here, and yeah, Gorbor is just on the inside. Yeah, underneath. Why am I pointing at my screen like you can see that? Anyway. Um, <laughs> I, I, I figured it out. <laughs> all right, so I'm I'm hanging out. Okay, yeah, uh, do I, and I have reason to believe that this barricade will hold against this giant? Uh, um, I mean, make a make a perception check for old old Gorbor there. Yeah, look I over your shoulder at the gate. <laughs> Let me look at how strong this giant is. Thanks for not putting anything in his perception. I appreciate twenty two. Hey, hey there you go. Um, okay. Let's see. I figure the giant. If the giant were to like grab it and like yank up on it real hard uh i figure there's probably like a 50 50 chance that he'd be able to to lift it off the ground okay uh ooh, this is rough and winnegar's right by torbor right yes okay um i'm gonna go ahead and i'm gonna i'm gonna cast a spell because like i don't if it's 50 50 for that giant, yeah. he's going to take a whole like Gorbord doesn't know how to think in turns, but does know that the <laughs> giant cannot lift the thing and then come after them. Yeah. Well, the, the giant's got to go through tack and road first, too. So, yeah, that'll take a lot of time. Mm-hmm. Wink. <laughs> <laughs> One of them's about to biff bam out of there and the other one's controlled by me so i think it gets a turn before i go so i may be i may just <laughs> ripperoni actually gets a turn before both of us so <laughs> well mm-hmm. rip um okay so i'm gonna go ahead and cast i'm gonna cast scorching ray on this fire eater over here mm-hmm. Ooh, that's mine wait do uh, I do this one yeah or the close one to you the the one that's nearest Torgor and okay. Winnegar. No, it's okay, computer. I don't want to scroll down. That would be <laughs> Oh, it doesn't scroll down anymore. That's my fault. I'm sorry, computer. Yeah, Scorching Ray. So I'm going to go ahead and cast that okay. nonsense. Nice. All right. The no, first that's ray. That's the wrong. Did I? No, you did, did it. it roll? Yeah. Okay. yeah, first ray is a hit. You got a 23. Uh, do I just get the one? No, you should have three. I think by default, Scorching Ray is, is three, and then you add them as it goes up. I I know we discussed this last week, but no, I'm still okay. gonna look at it. <laughs> yes, three. Okay, cool, 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 cool. Yeah, so roll roll damage on this first one because you might you may end up killing him, and then you can target somebody else with a, another ray. Yeah. Sorry, I'm looking at all of this on my Chromebook, which means That's that okay. I've got like attack screen, a Gorbor screen, <laughs> and then regular screen. <laughs> yeah, just in the in the chat where it says Scorching Ray plus six. Yeah, you got yeah. it. All right. Uh, okay, so he's he's badly burned, but still alive. You want to hit him with another one? And then one more again. Okay, that's another hit. Okay. Boop. Okay, he's dead. Uh, so uh, the the uh, fire breather that, uh, that grabbed Torgor, yeah, hits him. Torgor falls to the ground, okay. and the fire breather is, like, lurking over him, and he's about to, like, grab him and drag him away, and then two scorching rays of pure Boros energy come flying out of Gorbor. And uh, and hit this guy, uh, turning him basically. He basically gets a uh, Terminator, right? Just turns into a, a skeleton on fire. 
Uh, okay. You have one more scorching ray that you can direct somewhere um, else if you want. The next closest, uh, I have them in my notes as Rakdos Deviants. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the sure. next closest one to Torgor. Uh, the closest one to Torgor. There's one up here in the stands. Oh, okay. What are these? What are these people? Oh, those are the flying ones. Yeah, yeah, these swirls. Okay, those are flying ones. Okay, that's fine. Um, I'll. I guess I'll. <laughs> you could probably hit one of them if you like. The one that might be landing close to Winnegar. What's the what's the range on those? 120 feet? Yeah, I want to hit the one that's landing close to Winnegar then. This guy up here. 120 feet okay. range on it. Boop. Uh, to like? answer to answer your question, chat, what is the red stuff north of Torgor? That's old lady blood. Um, <laughs> it's a puddle of old lady blood. Nobody uh, knows how it got there. Sure. It's a, That's it's right. a it just spontaneously existed. We prefer not to talk about it. Gorbor is killing it with the Scorching Ray. That is a hit. Uh, wow. roll, roll your damage on this guy for, all right, six fire damage. Excellent. So yeah, the, the dude up in the, in the stands is basically like pulling his knife out of some, some random circus goer and doesn't even like know that he's about to get hit with Scorching Ray. Hits him in the side. Uh, and he, he screams in pain and delight because he's Arachnos. Uh, cool. Do you want to move Gorbor? Are you cool? Uh, where you are? Yeah, I think Gorbor because they because he's seen um, because he saw Road disappear through the shadows and Tack squeeze through the bars. Um, I think he's gonna just be like, okay, I don't know them, but they seem to have this under control, and we'll move closer to Torbor and Winnaker. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we've got it. We're fine. Yeah. Plus, in his in his flaws, it's I'm slow to trust members of other guilds, so he probably doesn't prioritize either one of them. Yeah, right. Because it's like maybe it's their fault. Because nobody knows besides the this unconscious like Torgor. Nobody knows that kerfuffle is why these these people came up. So, uh, okay, all right. So you wanna you wanna move over there? Yeah. Let me. I, I give him a. Boop. Is that? Yep. I, I think that was yeah, twenty I don't feet know over how there. Many feet that was. Yeah, that's fine. Whatever. Yeah. You got. I mean, you got another ten if you want to keep moving. Uh, I don't remember how to do the the arrow thing. How do, how do you? Oh, the like measuring. You have to go. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So you uh, you click on the little ruler in the in the bar uh, on the left, and then you can just left click and it'll measure out for you. Mm-hmm. So you can go. You can be here. You can go step Aww. on this old lady. No, Gorborn would never. <laughs> no, that's true. Gorborn's a good boy. I'll myself right there. Okay. All right, Winnegar. So you you hear the screaming of uh, of Scorching Ray lasers. You watch this guy uh, get burned to a crisp. Uh, and then following up, Gorborn comes running over. And uh, yeah, and now stands by your side as the thralls descend. Um, so meanwhile, up above, this Orzhov giant is uh stomping towards the uh towards the the battlefield and i think he 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 stops like t- about 10 feet away from the two of you looks down bathing you in his his eye beam spotlight uh and says stand aside i do so <laughs> <laughs> i'm immediately like here we go and yeah tax do you do you get out of the way too well, first of all, nobody tells me what to do, but also I don't want to die. So, yeah. <laughs> okay, okay. So he, he not uh, because he told me to, but because you know I just felt like it. Yeah, he walks up, uh, and the two of you kind of get pushed to the side, and uh, he crouches down and uh, and and grabs the uh, the bottom end of the uh, portcullis and starts to lift. It's big 
pale, muscly arms uh, straining against the weight. Let's see if he can lift it this turn. Uh, nope, nope. It's going to take some time. So you can hear the machinery like groaning because it's not meant to be lifted this way. And so there's this, uh, yeah, there's this, this creak of metal and, uh, the groaning as he like starts to lift, um, but doesn't have it open this turn. Since he's, uh, since he is ending his turn within five feet of me, I'd like to use my skirmisher to move five feet behind him. Okay. Yeah, sure. Yeah. I mean, I figure he kind of displaces the two of you so you can Side go. Step. Yeah. You can go kind of like there. I just want to get in like prime GTFO territory. Yeah. Yeah. You, I mean, you now have a, Honestly. you have a pretty clear exit from here. Yeah. Yeah. It sounds great. Um, I mean, you exit, you, you run out, you won't run out into the streets. You'll run out into the like surrounding, there's like a, um, uh, I believe it's a vomitorium actually. Uh, around the back of the exit, and then from there out into the streets. It's not the first time that I've escaped through a vomitorium. So That's probably right. fine. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, so the uh, the thralls, um, the two closest, I think, they are going to fly down to ground level. Uh, okay, so they fly down here. And they land, and they kind of like they're they're leathery fucking bat wings. These are this is this is what a thrall looks like. Mm-hmm. Um, I like the chain. Yeah, yeah right. They always they're or they're or jobs, so they got to have a little bit a little bit of that gold on them. Good little, front plate. Yeah. So they the two of them land and uh, basically are like, all right, we're taking we're taking Torgor. They they grab, and I imagine this whole time the like flying monkey music from Wizard of Oz is playing, like <laughs> as they like land and and like start grabbing Torgor. Uh, well, they each of them grabs one arm of Torgor's limp body uh, and goes to like they're gonna try to fly off with them. And I think I think this one will have to land and help too. Uh, cool. Okay, so that's what those ones do. Uh, these ones kind of circle around a little closer just to kind of scope things out. Uh, Scoops is unconscious, so he just lays there and doesn't do anything. And then the other Rakdos knife jugglers. Let's see, do they have any targets? Uh, this one is going to come over here on his turn. This one's going to jump down and run over to Scoops. And then this guy will go here. So one of them, one of them has enough action left to attack Winnegar. So he does. All right. So this blade juggler jumps down and makes an attack on Winnegar. What's your armor class, uh, Winnegar? Twenty billion. Uh, <laughs> wow, Winnegar's yeah. so cool. I'm just walking around like this. The, entire- <laughs> <laughs> the actual number is fourteen. All right. Yeah. So the first attack is a miss. The second attack. Uh, he hits you. Woo. You take uh, six piercing damage, and then the third attack is another four. So you take ten total as this blade juggler kind of like <laughs> spins away from around and cuts you up a little bit. Uh, okay. Speaking of knife violence, attack. It's your turn. What do you want to do? Uh, TBH, kind <laughs> of. Like, this isn't a situation where TK is going to take over. Um, <laughs> because, like, clearly they have this under control. They're fine. Uh, I think I think Gorbor has, like, two spell slots left. 
things are great. Um, Tack is Tack's gonna give like Road a meaningful look and then out of there. Road just like nods, nods them. Like, <laughs> yeah. Like, so they're they're like, we should go, and, and Road's like, fuck yeah, we should. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here for one reason. And that that reason is fulfilled. I yeeted an old lady into the arena. <laughs> I ate as much cotton candy as I could fill inside of my goblin body. <laughs> Things are going great. <laughs> so, uh, so Tax gonna out of there. Okay. All right. Yeah, the we'll giant the giant is occupied with trying to lift this this gate. So you, um, yeah, you can you can you can take off if you want. Yeah, they'll be they'll be they'll be fine. I'm just I'm gonna. <laughs> I mean, I'll peek around the corner like once to see if Road is still there. Like, you. Yeah. So when you when you look outside the the sort of Coliseum entrance proper, like you're down, you're down in the um, you're not leaving by one of the uh, the sort of civilian or like attendee, the audience exits. You're leaving into the the back sort of infrastructure of the uh, of the place. And so I think back here you can hear the sounds of uh, high pitched, uh, fevered rectos giggling. There's like laughing and screaming and the sounds of violence kind of throughout because it's you know they blew the free-for-all horn so it's it's go time everywhere mm-hmm. um so there's oh. a bunch of like sort of chaos going on back here but you don't see in this back hallway you don't see anybody else like around there's maybe like a blood stain on the wall big like smeared handprint but there's no um there's nobody around to see you so there's like ooh, the free for alling back here too. Oh boy. Yeah, yeah, but it seems like it seems like it's like um, it, it, you're alone aside from like the yeah. once you get around the corner and that giant is behind you. There's nobody in this this back hallway. Okay, I think um, yeah. Tax go looting. <laughs> Just like go, there's a bunch of dead bodies. Go looting. Why not? Yes, there are a bunch of dead bodies, but I can't help but feel like you're like, okay, fine. No, no, I, <laughs> no, really. I mean, like you were role playing perfectly. I think this is exactly. To be honest, I, yeah, like, I think I think Tack will attempt to leave, but yeah. then like, I mean, if nobody's here, you know, I just. I just, I do need a souvenir. My mom will be pretty mad if I don't bring one. I, I would like to <laughs> to see what there is that'll fit in my pocket. Yeah. What so you want to start, start seeing if there's any bodies you can steal from or. Oh, heck yeah. Nice. Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, I'm mad at this. So let's. <laughs> seems like, seems let's, like a mistake. Let's no, see. No, no. Let's see. What's like a good scavenging, I guess, probably survival, I guess, would be the skill in this case. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So make a uh, make a survival check, and uh, I will I will ponder what you might be able to find. You better not chat. Don't try and talk me into this. Nice. I'm not going back to that giant. Okay. All right. So you got a fifteen. Yeah. All right. So we the last the last we see of you for now is you kind of like disappearing into the hallway to uh, rob some rob some bodies and and see what you can make off with. Doing um, what I do best. Road. It is your turn. What would you like to do? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. Yeah. I think that leaving is a serious consideration mm-hmm. for her. And then she kind of remembers like, I'm technically working. I am drunk, but this, <laughs> this, if I let all of them die here. And so I think she's wearing that. But well, then so, she, like, I mean, the looks- thing is if you, if you look over, you see the Torgor is unconscious, not dead. And is being picked up right. by these thralls. 
Torgor knows like your real name and about the host in the shell and like all kinds of other useful information. Yeah. Yeah. Um, also, like, I think she like looks over at like Gorbor and, uh, and just like has like some sibling feelings that she can't process. <laughs> uh, just, um, so I think that she's going to um, shadow step over to um, right next to Gorbor. I think I, I think that Scoops is off the table for now. What's your What's your range on uh, shadow uh, shadow step? Uh, Oh yeah, you're you're good. You can go anywhere. This is this is uh this is Han Solo coming back to help blow up the Death Star. <laughs> you're yeah. doing it. <laughs> exactly what it is. Um, and just saying, everybody even, loves Lando, and he didn't. Yeah, you're right. They're not this, even going to notice that I decided to stay. It's so selfless. Well, you just suddenly appear next to Gorbor, who yep. saw you on the other side of the gate, and is like. Um, yeah, Gorbor's so, all covered in blood and, and fighting like a brave Boros to save his brother. And then, yeah, and then Rode appears in a burst of uh, of shadows. Would Rode be able to put pieces together that these greats would be a viable escape route? Mm, you, unlike Torgor, you don't know what's on the other side, um, but it's a big snake. So there's got to be at least some room down there for for big snake moving around, right? I- dark vision right yeah can i look down and see what's there um from here you can only see the the grate and then like um there's some kind of room or or chamber below but you can't see much from the angle you have is pretty bad shit um okay um i shit i'm gonna see if i can Oh God! What is it? What are my best? What am I? Oh, how useful can I be right now? <laughs> She's the least useful in this fucking situation. I'm so upset about it. Um, I'm gonna scramble. This is this is Rhodes. Like we're so fucked, and I don't even know what to do. Yeah. Here's what I can do. I'm going to cast darkness <laughs> in <laughs> in this 50 foot circle. Okay, just to give us because then we're all on equal footing, aren't we? So I think she puts like a hand, she like reaches down and like tries to get like a hand on Torgor mm-hmm. and like her foot's on the grate. So she has like some sort of like sense of awareness. Um, and then she like looks at Winnegar and like winks and then like casts dark. <laughs> she's a little drunk. And so she's like, <laughs> Hey, look what I can do. <laughs> oh, yeah. And then, and then, so yeah, I think that, um, I think she's going to shout like, let's get this grate open. And, and that's her turn. So how, how big is your, is, is darkness? Like what, what does it, how much does it cover? I can throw it in chat though. It's got a 15 foot radius. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Let's see here. So So another five feet. Okay. So this, this would be how big the darkness is. Cool. Um, do you want to, you just want to cover, like this will cover everybody, including the two goofs over here. Um, yeah, that sounds good. Okay. All right. Cool. It's not great, but it is something. So. <laughs> All right. So, so Winnegar, a, a cloud of inky blackness uh, suddenly emerges. What is this? What does this look like when you use this ability, Ro? Is it, is it like, 
I I always envision it being to be like um like ink and water, right? Because you're like yeah, that's exactly it. It's like tendrils out. Yeah. Um, it spreads out around yeah. you. Cool. All right. Uh, it is suddenly extremely dark. It's very weird. Um, <laughs> yeah, and then she can't like try to get the gate open or anything because I did my action. So yeah. that's that's me. That's me. Okay, uh, Torgor, you are sleeping. Uh, uh, not not even making saves. No, you're not dying. You're okay. You're okay. they just knocked you out. Uh, okay, uh, Winnegar, you, oh, nice. you there's there's still sound. You can hear the the thralls, uh, and I imagine that they're making like I don't know if anybody saw this. Uh, there was a video floating around of the foley for Halo, and they were like recording a pug like t- eating and breathing, <laughs> and making like weird little grunty pug noises. I imagine that's what a thrall sounds like, like a lot of uh, okay. like snuffling yeah. and drooling and like. Yeah, and they're they're definitely like imitating puggies, like Jim Henson Muppets, like the thralls for sure. Gotcha, Uh, gotcha. Yeah, and so you can hear you can't you can't see them anymore, but you hear their little like grunting, muffled noises. Uh, And uh, yeah, and you have no idea where anything is in relation to you because it's dark suddenly. Okay, this is what I want to do. Okay, tell me if I can do it. Sure. Um, I want to cast fireball five feet in front of me. And the careful spell to protect my friends. Let's talk about how sight interacts with those things. Yes, because that's not what I had planned. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Sorry. Okay, so a bright streak from your pointing finger to a point you choose within range. So you don't have to be able to see it to cast fireball. So you can cast the fireball. Okay. Uh, and then 20 foot radius. Careful. Yeah. Yeah, so I want like five feet, kind of like where that viper was, because I think that will get scoops. <laughs> okay, and then let me find careful spell. Yeah, can uh, I spend more than one sorcery point on careful? Let's see. When you cast a spell, uh, when you cast a spell that forces other creatures to make a saving throw, you can protect some of them. You spend one sorcery point and choose a number of creatures up to your charisma modifier, minimum of one. Uh, chosen creature automatically succeeds on its saving throw. Okay. So it just means the fireball will deal half damage to like it doesn't it doesn't exempt them from the spell. Okay. Yeah. Guys. It just means they'll only take half fireball damage. Yeah. Seven hit points. <laughs> yeah, oh, I don't no. think I can do that. Then. So you can exempt yourself and road, but road will still take yeah. whatever, yeah. five five D six yeah. cut in half. Yeah. I have my thing where I can choose to succeed if I pass a saving throw yet. Uh, I feel like monks get it eventually, but I don't think okay. I have it. What is a dexterity uh, saving throw? Oh, yeah. Do you have that thing where it's like... Do you have evasion? Yeah. If you have evasion, I, you'll take no I damage. actually like next fucking yeah. level. <laughs> you should have got... I think you should have got it at level... I, yeah, I feel like monks have evasion by then. No, no. No, I think, it, it's, I, think I was one point away from leveling yeah. up. And I had it is level, level seven. seven. God damn yeah. it. Monks and thieves are level seven. <laughs> so you're like... You could there there is a there is a moment where if you had done better you reflect on all the times you could have done better and how you'd be level seven by now, but Okay, how about this? How you, then? Um I cast fireball on the dude like that's twenty feet away in the stands, and mm-hmm. then he hits those thralls and the guys behind us. Let's nice. see. Yeah. Cause he's twenty feet away from a lot of a lot of things. I'm gonna, yeah. for my own sake, I'm gonna move this out of the way for a second. Um, yeah. So twenty feet from this guy, 
Um, I mean, you're also 20 feet away from that guy, but yeah. do I get hit? Uh, you, yeah, I- yeah, you'll get you'll get hit if you hit if you target this guy. Now you can careful spell yourself so that you automatically succeed at the save, but. Ooh, that's cutting it so close, guys. Yeah. It'll really depend on how you roll. Yeah. Uh, yeah, because if you put it behind him, it. You can only, it'll only hit two guys. So. It's so weird how you have, like, magical sense that you can, you can, you know exactly how far away this guy is and you can target it without seeing him. That's kind of awesome. <laughs> yeah, let's do it. I don't care. Or does spend, have healing word. I'll do the careful spell on myself. I'm going to hit this guy. I'm going to try to take out the other ones. Maybe I'll drop dead. Who knows? <laughs> now you're living Rakdos. <laughs> Toad is not strong enough to carry anyone. <laughs> okay, all right. So you spell spin the spin the sorcery point. Uh, you you hurl uh, you hurl a, a bead of flame. It hits this guy in the sand and then <laughs> erupts into fire. Nobody in the cloud, right? Road uh, Gorbor, like none of you. You can't see it. You know, you just hear the roaring of the flames and feel the the heat as it washes uh, washes over you. The old woman next to you <laughs> <laughs> lets out a high pitched shriek of pain as she's consumed by fire. <laughs> She's about to stand up. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, help me, young man. Oh, God, I'm on fire. And so the fireball just, yeah, erupts. I want to believe that she survives the fire. <laughs> well, that's the thing. She's later. She'll she'll be found horribly burned like dark man. And uh, she will swear revenge. I, yeah, I need for her to be like our level 20 boss yeah. where she's got like an eye patch and like. This is Jay Spellerin's mom. Yeah, <laughs> well, I was about to say. I was about to say later, like the burning ruins of the of the arena. Uh, we see, yeah, Jace shows up and like finds her, and he's just like, "Oh, what happened to you, Grandma? Let me take yeah. care of you." And he's like, picks her up. <laughs> yeah, she becomes. Okay. This is her planeswalker moment. You're doing her a favor. Exactly. Here we go. Fireball. Fireball. <laughs> oh boy. Okay. Wow. All right. Thirty. Thirty-three okay. damage. Okay, so thirty-three fire damage. Let me let me make some saving throws here. Um, Does that take you out? No, it didn't take me out actually. Yes. Wow, okay. Carlos. So these yeah. are dexterity saves. Okay, the guy who gets hit uh, directly is dead, just instantly burned to a crisp. Um, the other two, because uh, it's it hits. Let me see here. Twenty feet out. Yep, hits both of those guys. Let me roll for them. Uh, one on the left. Uh, okay. Gets the saves. Takes half. One on the right. Also gets the save. Takes half. And what, so what's half? Uh, 17? 16, I think. Because it's, it's rounded down. So it'd be 16, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. So one of them, the one nearest you, dies. Uh, this one almost dies. And then the thrills, you hit two of them. Uh, so this one in midair. Let's see. Gets the save. Oh, so it takes half. Wow. Okay. And then the one over here on the ground that's grabbing uh, Torgor. Deck save gets a 18. And so it gets the save. Okay. All right. So you killed two blade jugglers and very badly injured one and uh, crisped up these thralls pretty good. Uh, and you took 16. Yeah. 
Okay. All right. Uh, is there anything else you want to do, uh, Winnegar? Um, I can't see anything, can I? No, you're you're technically blind. Like you can you can feel like Gorbor beside you. You could kind of like reach around the the pillar is like right here, I think, mm-hmm. somewhere. Um, yeah, yeah. And then there's the dead snake. So you can kind of the thing about being blind is that no one can make a tax of opportunity on you. So you can kind of just stumble oh, out of okay. the cloud like this way if you want. Because you got 30 feet. So, yeah, lots of movement. Yeah, let me stumble a little bit around that pillar. Make my way around. The pillar's like Yeah, like here. touch the pillar and uh, yeah. make my way to like right. Uh, yeah, like right here, maybe. Yeah, so you got to kind of like. Now, do you want to get out of the cloud of darkness? Um, Is this out of darkness or is that one yeah like if you're right there this is this is and you have to you have to go around the pillar so you have to go oh, okay. like this way um gotcha but yeah that'll that would put you outside the the darkness yeah Where get me out of the darkness go? i'll go there okay. all right okay all right yeah so yeah you you fireball and then we see <laughs> we see the edge of this the smoky cloud and we see winnegar stagger out like still a bit on fire um which is a pretty yeah. normal way for an is it to be you've been on fire lots of times yeah uh, okay. All right. So you, you stagger out and, um, I think maybe you can kind of make out like scoops is like arm sticking out of the, out of the darkness <laughs> cloud over here. Oh, scoops. Um, Gorbor, what do you want to do? You're blind. Uh, you can still hear the grunting and snuffling of yeah. the thralls. Uh, you can feel them like pulling at, uh, at Torgor. I am blind, so I cannot, um, See? I can't, can't cast healing word. Can uh, he? I, my bad. Yeah. I thought healing word was just words. No, 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 no. It turns out it turns out I have to be able to see. I just checked. I just looked it up. Yeah. But my bad. It also, yeah. Uh, Matt really- posit that since Torgor is unconscious, his distinctive snoring pattern has emerged <laughs> that Gorbor is known since childhood as they would share a room. Yeah. Uh, I would love, I would love to let you get away with this bullshit, but the spell specifically says that you can see. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Your um, mind's would, eye. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> what does it, what does it mean to see? If I can visualize and feel okay, like can okay. a blind person, not see an Keep orange. Keep it in your pants. <laughs> Um, I don't, I don't know if Gorbor understands that road cast darkness to help them. Uh, and then there was just an explosion. So that's cool. Um, but Gorbor will. Yeah. yeah. Did mention to get into the grave. Yeah. So Gorbor is like, number one thing is opening the grate, like somehow figuring mm-hmm. out how it opens. So that's like the the main Okay. Yeah, right focus. now, uh if you kind of like feel around with your feet while you're like fighting, the the grate is somewhere like down here, uh, and there's a thrall standing on top of it. Okay. Uh if there's oh god. So there's a thrall standing on top of it. Is it going to get an opportunity attack if I just like walk into it? Uh, no, because you have to be able to see to make a text opportunity. Ne- oh yeah, you just said that. Mm-hmm. Cool. So uh, you can stagger around all you like. I would. I would like to um, pick up this thrall that is attempting one of the thralls that is attempting to uh, 
I assume it's trying to help take Torgor. And I yeah, their like agenda to, seems to be grab Torgor and get out of here. But Torgor's like a big to, boy, so it's um, going to take several of them to fly off with him. I want to grab it and beat it to death against the ground. <laughs> sure. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, is that grapple or? Um, yeah, I mean, if, you like if your trouble? if your intention is to beat it to death, um, yeah. your your best bet is to make attacks with your weapon. Um, okay. Because like you know, grabbing it and you can you can flavor it as being uh, involving a lot of pummeling in oh. that way. But Heck yeah, using yeah. your using your warhammer on it is is the best way to get it killed. Yeah, I I'm gonna go ahead and do that. Actually, what I'm going to do is use my spiritual weapon. Can we? Is spiritual weapon a target you can see? Yes, you have to be able to see okay, the. Yeah, to, the thing is more. Warhammer. It's more That's you have fine. to be able to see the weapon to command it, and currently you can't. That's fine. Uh, I'll do my warhammer. Okay. Um, yeah, that's a hit. You get an eighteen. Okay, and these things are blue. pretty. They're pretty unarmored. Okay, and a nine, and I believe Warhammer. Just one sec. I believe because I am a war priest, I can do another bon- weapon attack as a bonus action. So, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna hit him again. Oh yeah, you sure can. I sure can. All oh, right, and you can you you can do that uh, three times per rest. Okay, all right. Oh heck yeah. Um, and you you are at disadvantage uh, in this because it's it's dark. Um, okay. Um, but but see, they, here's the weird thing about darkness is, yeah, you have advantage. It evens out. You have advantage against a target that is blind, and you have disadvantage uh-huh. because you can't see it. So it's just for the just regular attacks. So for the second <laughs> one, um. I see in the roll, but you haven't told me whether it hits or misses. I'd like to use my channel divinity guided strike to add plus 10 to the roll. Nice. Okay, cool. Yes, you hit. The second one is a is a, a strike. I did it. Good night. Nice. Okay. Yeah. All right. So, so, so Gorbor, you feel, yeah. you feel, uh, yeah, full of the inspiration of the Boros Legion. Your mind is a, is a, uh, filled with inspiring images of, Flapping banners and like the great mm-hmm. fortress walls. You imagine the the sky fortress Parhelion, yeah. you know, flying above you. Uh, yeah, and I, I definitely. I think the arena can hear him like bellowing, and he's just basically like, "Now I am the avenging angel." Like, just <laughs> right. pummeling yes. the crap out of these thralls that are, uh. that would dare to touch his brother. And uh, up above, we see uh, we see Kerfuffle, and he's sitting with his like hand on his chin, and he's looking at the cloud, and he's like. Oh, I can't see a thing from up here. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, no, jump in. Jump in, bud. <laughs> the inky darkness is fine. Yeah, it's great. Why does, why does Kerfuffle remind me of the Mad Hatter from the Disney Alice in Wonderland? Yeah, 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 uh, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I, I don't understand anything. Yeah, <laughs> precisely. You got it. <laughs> like, a little bit of that and a little bit of, like, um, what was that, that uh, the pink, uh, I think he's supposed to be, like, a leopard or something. The Hanna Barbera one, Snagglepuss. Oh, Snagglepuss. Oh yeah. <laughs> so he's a little bit Snagglepuss. Yeah, a little bit Mad Hatter. Uh, occasionally, I like I've accidentally dipped into um, uh, Miss Doubtfire a couple okay. of times. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, cool. All right. Good work, Gorbor. Uh, so the giant uh, is going to focus. Uh, he's going to focus his attention on getting this gate open. So let's see how that yeah, goes. He also can't see Torgor, which was right. All right, he's still struggling oh. with it. Like I said, fifty yes. fifty. So and he's like just pulling on the gate, and the gate's clicking and like slowly like trying to to raise off the ground, but it's not meant to be uh, to just be used this way. 
critically failed. Could he have maybe chipped a fingernail while trying to a robot fingernail? Well, yeah, he's definitely he's definitely embarrassed by uh, by the fact that he is <laughs> not able to lift. He's like, I'm a giant. This is what I do. I, I lift. He things, just powers down. <laughs> <laughs> you look over him and he's just like, feels embarrassed for him. <laughs> yeah. Winnegar's just like, that's rough, buddy. It's rough. Buddy. It's rough. I really feel that. <laughs> okay, so the thralls, um, I think like. They're pretty dumb for the most part. Let me see how smart they are. They, oh yeah, they're 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 not very smart. Okay, so uh, this one is going to land near Road and try to uh, try to attack Road. Um, it's just lashing out in the uh, in the dark. So it's going to make a claw attack. It has advantage because you're blind, but disadvantage because it's also blind. <laughs> Uh, it gets an eight. So you, you feel its claws whistle past you in the dark. Um, okay. And then Gorbor, this one is going to fight back. The one that you're, you're fighting with. Um, and it gets a 21. So it hits Gorbor. It's okay. And it He's a beefy boy. seven slashing damage to Gorbor. Okay. And then the other two... Uh, they are going to begin dragging Torgor away. I so. want them to drag the old woman away. Like I want <laughs> By accident? <laughs> yes. Actually, yeah, that's a really, I'm going to make, I'll make a, I'll make a check. That's a great point. Uh, so they're, they're like fumbling around in the dark, looking for Torgor. Uh, Tack secretly saves us. Okay. All right. I got a 16. So, so I think they do figure one of them, like we see his claws, like grab the old lady's face and he's like, uh, Nah, and that's not a minotaur. And then he turns to the Torgor. I did so grab onto Torgor. Can can I, I? I'm so fucking weak, but can I still kind of try? And make oh some yeah, sort yeah, of yeah. Because you don't have anything in your hands, so you can just. No. So in the dark, we can't see any of this. You just hear. Anchor we just hear yourself. grunting and like. So you you grab Torgor. You grab Torgor by the legs, and they grab Torgor's arms, and they try to pull him away from you. Okay, so there's two oh, of them. So they're also they're also pretty weak, right? These are little flying like servitors. Yeah. They're they're not they're not meant to be like big I hope fighters. We both have negative one to our they, roles. You do, but they have, they have advantage because there's two of them. So yeah, I got a sixteen. The number to beat is a sixteen. You can All right, everyone. Come on. Road. I've been rolling so well lately. So doll against the ground. Yeah. Let's just get violated. They can't it. lift uh, both of you. Also very true. Oh, you got a twenty, so strong. Okay, so those those thralls, they just whine and literally again going with the flying, the weird flying pug goblin metaphor. Like they're playing tug of war with you. They're pulling on him and like, <laughs> like trying to get him away from you, and they can't. Uh, and they, yeah, they they howl for for help. And so this other this other thrall comes flying down to to land and run in. Um, and as it does, uh, the Rakdos, um I guess let me see. So he flies down here and he goes over to where grandma is and the Rakdos blade juggler is going to attack him because uh, he can see him as he comes in because he can see out of the thing. This is a free for all after all. And the juggler gets an 18 and deals that thrall six damage. Get out of the way, grandma. Okay. You're going on the map, grandma. There we go. Okay. All right, uh, Scoops is still unconscious. The other blade jugglers, I guess this one wakes Scoops up. So you you hear, Winninger, you hear like, Scoops, Scoops, man, wake up. <laughs> and then you hear Scoops, you're like, oh, 
Oh, what happened? Where's that stupid Simic? Why is it so dark? Uh, so Scoops gets woken up this turn, but he's still prone, and that's what the other one's doing. And then this blade juggler stumbles out into the light, and I don't think he can't see you, Winnegar, because the wall of shadow is in the way. So he stumbles out there, and that's pretty much it for the blade jugglers, I think. Most of the ones up... Oh, there's two in the, there's two in the stands. So they're going to... They're going to jump down. And then they're going to move over here. <laughs> they're just assembling into douchebag Voltron down here. <laughs> Is there um, a no. Chuck Palahniuk reading over here? or? Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Every just single want... one of them has a Jared Leto shirt. Now I just want to fill an entire screen with this token. Just like... <laughs> Always terrible. It's our personal hell. <laughs> All right. So, uh, so Tech, are you? You're um, you're you're still like looting. Yeah. Okay. You know me. Okay. Make another survival roll. Now, are you are you looking for? Uh, are you focusing on like uh, people who have been killed and and are not yet looted, or are you like going to break into like dressing rooms? Because like back here, this is back. You're backstage now, oh, uh, and so. There's probably, as you run, there's probably like a long table with candles uh, burning and there's like burnished mirrors and like a bunch of clown makeup and um, yeah. I think um, somebody in the chat said Rakdos incel squad assemble. Oh God. (laughs) (laughs) It's the, uh, it's the new Joker screening. That's what's happening in that (laughs) corner. Oh, sorry. You erased Um, that. (laughs) <laughs> did you say oh. delete that delete that comment i'm sorry no, um, play devil's advocate i uh, <laughs> oh, <God>. <laughs> <laughs> i'm sorry back on topic um dang uh is there there's nobody in the dressing room no no everybody's gonna run off you're you're yeah, i want some you I have free reign you can run around back here yeah i want pokey okay. slashies or fire makeys yeah yeah, or yeah. if there's a pew pew, I want a pew 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 as well. <laughs> okay. All right. Um, yeah, I think I think that that hanging since you what did you get on your survival? You got a fifteen? Oh, fifteen. Okay, that's pretty good. Um, I mean a twenty seven. So I think back yeah, back here you you're looking around and you're like this is a bunch of garbage, like just people's clothes and like nothing. And you're digging and on the back of the back of one of the chairs in the dressing room, uh, there is a um there's a belt hanging off of the back of it and there's a, a sheath uh, hanging from the belt and uh, like a knife sheath. And there is a, like a curved dagger uh, oh, in there. And then the, you can't really see the blade or anything, but the, the handle is wrapped in like red leather. And then the, the pommel is a, uh, it's like uh, carved ivory, maybe in the shape of like a jester, uh, like a jester's head. So it's like a smiling face with sharp teeth. And then the little like hanging like a bell, um, Hat. Okay, dorky and weird, but I'll take it. Yeah, I mean it's a Rakdos knife, but yeah. Uh, so you you want to grab it? Uh, yeah, and um, it. yeah, it's clearly it's to you because you're. I mean, you're used to digging through garbage for valuables, so yeah, garbage. it's clear to you at a glance that it's both valuable and uh, and magical. <gasps> it is definitely a magic knife. Yeah. A magic slishy slashy. Yeah. I want it. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So yeah. 
that's that's what that's what you find digging around back here. And I think that probably as your as your turn uh, ends, as you like take the knife and like secret it away, uh, you hear footsteps uh, and not like running, not like chaos fighting footsteps. But you hear um, like regimented, like like not marching, but like a, a handful of people moving in step and the sounds of like armor and weapons uh, like jingling, like somebody coming down the down the hallway from outside. Oh, God. There's cops? Are these... Oh, Basically, yeah. what's going to happen is we're just going to be in this arena until every single guild is involved in this fight. We'll just keep... Oh. And then some Selesnians show up. And then, no. uh-huh. But somebody somebody is definitely coming, Tech. Golgari, uh, come up to scoop the dead. Yeah, exactly. Don't super love that. I think uh, Tech is going to attempt to hide yeah. while while holding their stun wand that they got mm. from somebody else's dead body. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think your whole inventory is just stolen stuff. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Make a, uh, make a hide check. Yay. Ah, oh, 3.5. I missed you. Oh, that's Gorbor's sheet. <laughs> yeah. Gorbor's not going to help. Oh, wow. So stealthy. So stealthy. Okay. So I'd like to do what I do best. Yeah, right. <laughs> okay. So 28 for stealth. Ditch Dead. my friends and hide in the trash. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. So you're going to hide out, which means, and I think, I think probably you just like jump into a, like a locker, right? Like there's, Me. there's lockers where they have this stuff. So you jump into a locker. It smells just like very, oh, very strongly of Axe body spray. Um, <laughs> Wait, is it the one that smells like chocolate? So here, ugh, no, this would be like the one that smells like energy drink. So you're you, <laughs> so you jump in. Here's the thing: you close the the locker. And you're like, oh god, it smells horrible in here. And you you look up, uh, mm-hmm. and on the inside of the uh, of the locker, uh, you see a, a a photograph uh, no. of Scoops, and no. he has his arm around uh, a um, a redheaded uh, like an angel, uh, and she looks really uncomfortable. And it's clear that the two of them are at some kind of like fan meetup or something she has like beautiful gold armor with the boro sigil and he's like smiling and like got his whole arm around her and no. she's just standing there like okay cool this is happening okay um, so this is scoops's locker you are in scoops's locker yes uh do i have do i have like a free action can i can i do a free action what do you want to do I want to poop in the slot. <laughs> <laughs> okay, good. I like that you're being a free action. Your reaction, your reaction to it like might take realize, more than six seconds. I'm so. in Scoop. I'm in Scoops's locker. Wait a second. Hmm. Not when and I'm we, stuck in Scoops's locker. We just yeah. We 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 pan away. We fade away to the to the sound and, and in fact fade to break <laughs> on the sound of like a belt buckle jingling as you giggle and like start like shimmying out of your pants. <laughs> Perfect. Excellent. And so on that uh, delightful mental image before Road, you get to take your next turn. We'll take a short break here. And when we come back, Road, I'm sure you will just use your karate to save the day. I believe <laughs> that's definitely what's going to happen. That was so weak. <laughs> <laughs> Don't go anywhere. We will be right back. <laughs> 